everyone. This is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil, and you are listening to WNL. This is everyone's favorite wrestler, Rob Van Dam. You know what you're doing? You're listening to WNS. Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. A couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Hebert. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abish. And we welcome you to episode 485 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Just like- search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You look like you're falling asleep through that. Oh, I was going like this because I was trying to remember yeah the last three last three that's focusing it's a tough one focus uh you can also follow us on twitter at wns podcast you can follow me on twitter at drh pro you can follow tyler tyler underscore a bear you can follow him on instagram a bear underscore mode you can follow me drh underscore pro you can also follow me on the twitch and the tiktok by searching drh pro so welcome to the show got lots to talk about we're gonna talk about the hall of fame aew nxt nxt wrestlemania <laughs> wrestlemania hot topics and probably a little bit more, but before we get into all that, Tyler, how you doing? I'm here. You sure are. I am. Welcome. <laughs> I'm in your house. You are in my house. WWE in your house. Uh, yeah, it can be. How's your day? How's your week going? How's how's the marathon mode of wrestling content treating you so far? Um, well, I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't been watching WWE product. <laughs> this is the big week for WWE, and I have not watched. Well, I watched a little bit of Raw, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, you had the uh, Hall of Fame, which I was like, eh, I don't want to watch it. I was like, I'm just trying to get to Wednesday so I can watch AEW. God, what a, what a max. <laughs> <laughs> You're a max for yourself. You're such a max. Uh, uh, so let's just, I mean, let's just call it what it Break is. Break it down now. Raw was not Shitty. good. So we're probably not going to review it. Because, <laughs> I mean, there's no, honest, there's there's no sense in going back and, and no, no, no. talking about it because there's so much going on this week. There's so much going on next week as well. I mean, it's just, it's a lot. Yeah. And this Raw was probably one of the weakest go-home shows for WrestleMania I've ever seen. I mean, they've had a, well, I don't know about Mania, but they've had a lot of go-home shows for pay-per-views that's been a week. Yeah. So... It's just now been, they've done it for Mania. <laughs> it's just been bad. Like this does not feel like WrestleMania. No, no. Like even and I know we're in a weird time though too. Even still. even if we were like all getting together and having like a watch party or something like that, it doesn't feel like WrestleMania. Like I'm not excited no. for WrestleMania. No. Um, there's only a few things I'm excited for. I mean, this is certain matches, and yeah, I want to see what the atmosphere is going to be like. During Mania, because fans yes. are back, I am because they can't particularly control them. No, they can't. Now. I mean, can't yeah, we can say longer. no, you can't have the sign, but in person, you cannot tell me who to cheer or boo for. Exactly. You can tell people on the Skype or you know whatever you, the you know, Skype on the, video, on the <laughs> Skype. I'm old. Um, you know, what, before you before you're on the screen, you should cheer. But well, it doesn't really matter. Just do the motions because the sound will not be 
your sound will not be put out. Yeah. We're going to put our own sound, but we want your facial expressions. When this person comes out, look like you're enjoying yourself. When this person comes out, look like you're mad at them. Reach no, a little farther yeah. now. We're not going to have any of that shit live. Yeah. So, uh, I don't want to be one of those assholes who's like, the power's back to the fans, but at the it same is. time, the power's back to the fans because... It's been, it's been a whole... It's been a calendar year yeah. since crowds have been in attendance for WWE programming. Yeah. That is a year of Vince McMahon and all of the others telling us who to cheer for yeah. and who to boo yeah. for and all that. This is this WrestleMania night one is going to be the precedent. Yeah. What has worked, what has not, the crowd will have I to would assume let that them know. A lot of people who have night one is going to do night two. Not yes, everyone. A lot of people have. Yeah. But a lot of the tickets that were sold for night two went to the same people who purchased tickets for night one. But I mean, this is this is going to be uh, very telling. Yeah, like like you said, it's going to be. I'm curious to see how the fans are going to react. Yeah. To certain superstars, certain storylines, because this build has been atrocious. You know, I listened to uh, Brian Alvarez talk about um, uh, the Randy Orton and Fiend matchup. Yeah. As of right now, it's going to be a traditional one-on-one wrestling match. This is this storyline has taking taken up months. Oh yeah, on our program, <laughs> and for them to blow it off, to have the blow off be just a traditional wrestling match, I feel I feel it has to be cinematic. It has to be cinematic, but they haven't announced it. They haven't announced anything. It's no. just a traditional one on one match. That is going to be unacceptable. Well, to us, to him, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're going to uh, watch what I tell you to watch, what we're going to put out, because I'm the owner of this company, yep. and fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one way to look at it. Yeah, but it's, it's you know, the crowd has to make their presence known. Yes. Um, they Don't want them to go overboard. <laughs> yeah. Because we have our, you know, thing against certain crowd members, but this time I'm like, Bring that energy. Yes. Not the crazy, like, like oh, beer guy, beer guy, you know, yeah. super shit like that. But, like, you know, have, have I don't the like this. Be focused on what's actually yeah, happening. I don't, I don't like this, what's happening in this storyline. I don't like this. Oh, you want me to cheer for this guy? No. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I do yeah. what I want. Yeah. So, it's, it's just all kinds of craziness. And I'm hoping that the crowd will do what needs to be done it's a mission <laughs> it is for me it is if i were going to wrestlemania i'd be like i'm not coming back with a voice i feel like because my voice will be heard <laughs> he's vince is gonna probably at the end of the night be okay with what's gonna happen but i feel like deep down he's gonna probably be frustrated yeah i mean from what i've seen the set looks really cool yeah they built a and giant where is pirate this ship. going to be at tampa tampa where it was supposed to be last year so, yeah, and there's all kind of crazy stuff happening in Tampa right now too. Like there was a uh, like a toxic waste reserve that is like leaking right now, <laughs> and so they're having to like patch it, but they don't know if it's gonna hold or not. Oh, <laughs> uh, so what's what do you mean? What's in it? Just like old like 
waste from refineries and all kind of like chemical plants and stuff. So it just goes into this thing and just basically stays this, there? Basically, there's this giant field and it's just filled up. It's just like a liquid, you know, sort of like a water reserve, you know, except it's... So there's no place to put it. Yeah, there's no place so to put it. So where are they going to put it So where are they going to put it now? Well, that's the thing. They're trying to figure that out. That's fucking And nuts. if it doesn't hold, then it's just going to go into the ocean and that's not going to be good for anybody. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's happening in Tampa and I'm like I pray to god that that is not there's not anything in there that's like airborne cuz there's about 30,000 40,000 WWE fans that are going to be flying into Tampa right now. Oh my god. <laughs> right in the thick of all that. Say goodbye to fish. <laughs> Say goodbye to fish. Yep. Yeah. I liked eating fish. Yeah. But I don't What kind of fish do you like to eat? What's your favorite kind of fish? Oh, I got one. <laughs> like, oh, now you're making me think. I, don't I mean, there's different ones. I've tried swordfish. I tried catfish. You've tried swordfish? Yeah. How was it? It was pretty good. Really? Yeah. I only had it once because when I was in Florida, I had a uh, catch of the day and it was swordfish. Uh, Strange. Why? I just, I don't know. I don't know if I would be able to eat swordfish. I'm a picky eater. Uh, I need to expand my horizons a little uh, bit, but I, sometimes red, I just don't red want fish, to. blue fish, <laughs> green fish, and yellow fish. One fish, uh, two fish. Uh, I like fried tel- trout, tilapia. Yeah, I've had trout. I don't know what else. I'm not gonna pull my mind. I'm just thinking like about trout all and catfish. Shit, that's gonna go. Ha- that's gonna fucking go down. Fried alligator. Yeah, I've had an alligator. I have shrimp. Fried alligator is pretty good, depending on where you get it. Yeah. Don't want it to be too chewy. Oh my god, that's just I can't stop thinking Fried about that. The reserve. I nah, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. So, anyways. Oh shit. So, let's get off that subject. Be safe. Be loud. Be relevant. Be ready to run. Be ready to run. <laughs> Wear your mask. Wash your hands. And get out of there. Um, run. So yeah, I'm. Like, I feel so bad, because, like, I remember years past, you and I were, like, looking forward to WrestleMania. Like, oh, dude, this match is going to be great. Oh, man, this feud is going to be awesome. And now it's just like, God, this sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I hate I hate that feeling. I hate the feeling of negativity. You think WWE could go, you think they hit rock bottom. Nope, they have not hit rock bottom. They could still go further. They could still go further. <laughs> I mean, it's the fact that you've got wrestlers like Keith Lee, yeah, like Bailey, who aren't even on the card. Yeah, well. you know, like Bailey was one of your most dominant female superstars. Actually, one of your most dominant su- superstars over the last year through the pandemic with her championship run. Yeah, and then you're going to tell me she's not even on the card. Yeah, she does not. Bailey does not have a WrestleMania match. What the fuck? It's always next year. It's it's messed up. Oh no, I agree with you. I agree with you, hundred <laughs> um, percent. I don't know. It's disappointing. Are you ready to watch WrestleMania and watch night one, night two, and hang out with the hosts? You got an awesome guy in Titus O'Neil, and you got a racist motherfucker like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Um. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. I think one's going to be a host on night one, and the other's going to be host night two. 
No, no, yeah, they won't. Yeah, that's not not what I meant. They're gonna separate. Not be separate night hosts. Yeah, separate nights, so they don't have anything to do with each other. Yeah, like good for Titus, not good for Hulk Hogan. No, you grab people like oh, still love Hulk Hogan. Well, he's still a racist. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) he still said those things. Yep. So, yeah, I'm not looking forward to WrestleMania. We're not gonna have a get together, which is gonna kind of suck. But no. who knows? Maybe by Sunday I'll be feeling good, and we can watch night two together. The I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I don't have super high hopes for Mania. I just don't. Yeah. I mean, I'll have moments I'm looking forward to, like the triple threat match for the SmackDown title. Yeah, there are a couple of matches that should be good, but knowing WWE, they're gonna like book it oh, yeah. the wrong way yeah. or something. I don't know. But we'll get into our WrestleMania predictions because tomorrow or today, depending on when this is released, we're filming this on Thursday. So Friday, uh, I'll be going to get my second vaccination. I'll be ready to go. Uh, from what I hear, it's you just don't feel very good for about two days. So that would be Saturday and Sunday. That's crazy. Yeah. Because basically what it is, it's like it's kind of like getting the flu shot. Where they they sort of give you like the blueprint in the first shot, and then the second print is sort of like or the second vaccine is sort of like your test run. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you might feel a little feverish, you're going to be a little fatigued, you know. Um, but other than that, you should be fine. And so uh, I've never felt anything from. I mean, it flu shot. I mean, mm-hmm. depending on they give it to me, it kind of hurts my arm. Other than that, I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah. The first one I had. I had pain in my arm, like I had the soreness in my arm for a couple of days because I mean they inject it into the muscle, so obviously that's gonna hurt um, for a couple of days. I mean it's just sore, it's just a sore feeling. Um, and then I had a headache for like the first day. And that was it. That was it. So hopefully I'll have a about as good of a run for the second second one. Be be okay. Pop a couple Advil and. Yeah, pop some pills. Pop some pills and chill on the couch. Drink some booze. Drink some booze. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Tell my wife, hey, where's that stuff? I don't know. (laughs) I don't even know where I'm going with that. I don't know. (laughs) It's like, what's going on? I'm just like turning into like some pill popping alcoholic, terrible husband. Then drink an energy drink. Science, energy, science, energy, electrolytes, turbolites, carbolites, more lights than your body has room for. Punch something. Yes. So, Raw sucked. <laughs> yes, that happened. I mean, let's just call it how it was. Raw was Fuck you, WWE, for breaking up the Hurt Business. Yep. I'm still hurt from you breaking up the Hurt Business. Shelton Benjamin's not, not happy with it. Batista isn't happy with it. There are a lot of people not In happy with life? it. In real life? Yeah. Real life? Yeah. He was like, I don't understand why they would do this. It makes no sense. And they it were a dominant force. Yeah. Maybe they're not the best, like, what people thought. Because Vince hates tag teams. It doesn't matter if they're a tag They were a group. Yep. And Groupon. You have you have the manager. You have the main event guy. You have the tag team people. Um, gr- yep. Blah, 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 tag team. That's yep. what I meant. But, uh, fuck you. <laughs> not you, but, you know. You know what I'm talking about. Vince McMahon. I would say the writers, but it all has to go through Vince. Yeah. So fuck Vince. 
Sorry, if, the whole show I'm going to be saying, fuck Vince. Vincent, fuck Vince. If Vincent Kennedy McMahon walked into this room right now, would you honestly, honestly with yourself, would you say fuck you to Vince McMahon? If you no, I would actually be in shock because yeah. I'd be like, what the holy shit, Vince McMahon is right in front of me. He'd I just, wouldn't say... He would stand there, heard you got something to say to me. Well, if he said that, I'd be like, <laughs> well... Um, I don't like your ideas. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good good way to go around it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I got something I gotta say to you, Vince. Um, um, you are want a, some water. <laughs> you're a hard working individual, and uh, you run a company. Politely, fuck off. <laughs> If if you could somehow find it in the in the depths of your heart to fuck off, <laughs> that would be that would be most ideal. Yeah. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yes. Uh, Can I have another tag team split up, please? Blow your quads leaving this house. <laughs> so, anyways, um, let's talk about the WWE Hall of Fame. Okay. Well, you tell me how it went down because yeah. I don't watch that shit. So it was on Peacock. 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 Um, I had a number of issues with this. Yeah. The. Okay, so in years past, they had superstars, family, all these people sitting down so that the person speaking would have someone kind of to direct their conversation to their mm-hmm. speech or whatever. Didn't have that. They like they didn't even the camera. Ha- they didn't even have chairs laid out for people to like wander in and out. So the Bellas before this happened said that they were told to keep their speech to like five minutes, three to five minutes. That's the first problem I have. Okay, I understand you're going to do two years worth of Hall of Fame speeches, and you don't want to be there for hours on end. But you could have done separate nights. You could have done... That's it. And plus, it's on fucking Peacock. They make their own fucking time schedule. Yes. Like, and then you want to, like, these people put in their fucking hard work for years. Yeah. And then you're going to shortchange them at the end. Oh, they get a yes. ring. But if they want a heartfelt speech <clears throat> about their career, make it three minutes. You know, like... for Yeah, for them to do that. Really? And it was noticeable right out of the gate that... They were they were piping in audio, which that drove me ballistic. I was so furious Fuck watching you, Vince. it. It felt like the biggest slap in the face to these people because they have put their careers, you know, on the line numerous times throughout the years. They've been up and down the roads, and you get, you know, simulated claps for for your Hall of Fame speech. With pre pre recorded videos of people clapping make. and like giving a thumbs up while they're laying in bed. Like, oh, really? Yeah, because like you know they're they're watching they're when they're in the Thunderdome they're wherever their laptop is wherever their oh, phone yeah. is so they're sitting on the couch they're sitting in front of a green screen they've got whatever you know none of these people try to like sit on their toilet and do it. <laughs> I'm sure they would not <laughs> be on there for very long if they did, but like. It was so overproduced and so phony that 
it felt like a slap in the face to the I Hall guess of Famers. This was Vince's vision. What they should have, this is my opinion, what they should have done is taken a page out of what they did in years past, where they rented out some lobby in a hotel, put a bunch of tables in there, have some of the stars sit in there, and do it that way. You don't have to have the fans for that, because we're in a pandemic, and you need, like, a genuine reaction from these people. Yeah, you could have the wrestlers with their family, like, like. <laughs> if you're if you're going to pre-tape their Hall of Fame speeches, then let them go for however long they need to. Yeah. And yeah. then trim it down to whatever it needs to be. You know, if you're doing two hours for 2020 and two hours for 2021, then let them talk. Yeah. Let, them, let them thank whoever they want to thank. And then you can come out and say, okay, here's the abridged version. And in <laughs> two weeks' time... We're going to release the unedited version. So if you want to sit through three and a half hours of, of JBL telling stories, you can. Because that's what I want to hear at the Hall of Fame. This is their time to reflect on their yeah, careers. For sure. For sure. For JBL to get five minutes, as much as I might not like him, you know, very much, he is an amazing storyteller. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go back and watch the speech that he did for Ron Simmons, because he inducted Ron Simmons, yeah, the dude can tell stories like you wouldn't believe. So when it's finally his turn, he doesn't get anyone to induct him. He, that was another thing. They didn't get anyone to be able to come up and tell, talk about their stories. They got a little three-minute video package. Wow. They got a three-minute video package. Jerry the King Lawler introduces them. They walk out. They talk for five minutes. Then they do backstage interviews which are clearly pre-taped. With who? With the per- the person who With just the WWE came. superstars who aren't in front of these Hall of Famers, but they have like a red carpet premiere thing where they're like, tell me about JBL. Oh, man, he's such an inspiration. All the things uh-huh. that he did. Well, tell me about Brit- British Bulldog, David Boy Smith. Oh, man, he's such an inspiration. Well, tell me about the Bella Twins. Oh, man, they are such an inspiration. They were trailblazers. Yeah. Tell me about Molly Holly. Oh man, she's such a great person. Like, what the fuck am I watching? And then, you, then you slap on some some fake claps and fake. You deserve it for Titus O'Neil and his Warrior Award. Like this was this is so disrespectful. Garbage as finest. It is. This was yeah. trash TV. This had to be. Fin- it has to, like I'm I'm sorry to say, but this is Vince's vision. I think it is, and and like if this is what you really think, this is what you could come up with in this pandemic. Yeah, you could have made it better. Jushin Thunder Liger, Japanese legend, got a two minute video package. Or no, I'm sorry, he got a video package and he talked for two minutes. Yeah, William Shatner did a Zoom call, talked for about a minute and a half. The Bella Twins, we all know, let's be honest, they can't cut a promo to save their lives. <laughs> yes. They can't. They can't. I'm sorry. How they talk in real life and how they cut their promos. It's fine if you're a fan of them, but let's be honest. They can't talk to save their lives. Everything sounds so scripted, and the way, <laughs> and the way that they ran through their careers 
It was incredible. <laughs> I know, Nikki. It was fascinating the way that we came up in the WWE world. Oh, stop. No, you stop. Anyways, we would like to thank the WWE Universe and the Bella Army because we knew that when we did our turn in WWE, we would need an army. And that's exactly what you gave us. That, was... that is how they talked during their <laughs> Hall of Fame. It was so fucking terrible i want to go on another tangent i went on a tangent last week about the belt okay i'm not going to okay it's whatever just know i was sitting there with the hardest of eye rolls in my head (laughs) my god it was unbearable it (sighs) this was bad the whole hall of fame was bad yeah, I am so disappointed in whoever told them to cut their their stories. Whoever told them you got five minutes, you got three minutes. The that person should be fired because you do not treat your legends that way. If oh, you're yeah, put, no, if you're putting these people in the Hall of Fame and you're saying we recognize you as a Hall of Fame talent. We want to hear from you. I guess Batista was happy that he. Oh, canceled. I would be so thrilled to be Batista. Yeah, like, uh, uh-uh. uh, I'm not. I'm not taking time out of my Hollywood, Marvel filming, to fly out to Florida for a three minute promo. Like, like he said, he was like, I want to be there so that I can thank the fans. Yes, I want to do it in person. I want them to be there. Yep. This was garbage. This was so bad. Like, I felt so bad for JBL, for Jushin Thunder Liger, for Greg British, Holly. for the, the, the Smith family, yeah, Rob Van Dam, Molly Holly, Eric Bischoff, and Kane. And, and Greg Holly. And Titus O'Neil. <laughs> who's that other guy that got inducted? Rich Herring. Who's that? He's someone who's worked in WWE for like 50 years. Oh, so that's, that's what the, the Warrior Award is supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be recognition for the people behind the scenes that you know make it all happen that you didn't know about. You know, Titus O'Neil and his charity work is unfathomable. Yeah. It's amazing, yeah. and the speech that he came out and, and said was great. You know, Rich Herring. Not a lot of people know about him, but he's done a lot that's in awesome. the company, and it's recognition for everything that he's yeah. done. I know. I saw the comments about Shad. And about how he should have been in there. I agree. He should have been. Yeah. They should have put him in the Hall of Fame in some capacity. Yeah. Maybe they'll save it for next year. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. But they wanted to recognize someone in their company. Yep. Their company. That's fine. That's fine. They want to do that. Um, but to but to have these speeches cut short is one of the most disappointing disappointing things. Well, hopefully next year will change. I hope so. it had better. It had better be an improvement well, because I was disappointed and infuriated watching this whole thing. What will be the end all for you saying, I'm done with WWE? <laughs> to be honest. You're at that point. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it would take. Because what the crazy part is they have some good things about them. Every once in a while, they'll have that sliver where it's like, oh, man, this is of good. Hope and then they or, fuck it up. Oh, f- for sure. 100% of the time, they fuck it up. Uh, 
Good things don't last long. Because look at where I was last year on Bobby Lashley. Oh, yeah, you didn't like him. I didn't like him. Yeah. But then they started treating him serious. And I'm like, okay, I can get on board with this Bobby Lashley. Yep. The whole bend over and look at my ass Bobby Lashley? No. That is a, that's a waste. You know? Yeah. It's a waste of talent. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So you need to have him come out be taken seriously and now they're doing it and now i'm on board and then you put him in a stable and i'm like i'm on board with this and then they break him up i'm like what the fuck are you doing you know so honestly i've been a wrestling fan for so long and i've watched monday night raw religiously for so long yeah that i don't know what it would take for me to say all right you know what we're done i'm done no more Maybe in a few years I'll come back, but right now... It's like a love-hate relationship. It is. It really is. It's like, no matter how bad they treat you, you, you keep coming back for more. And it's like, maybe this time it'll be different. Maybe they'll make some improvements. Because I hate to say it, but like, I'm at the point where I don't care about Drew McIntyre. Yeah, they've that's, ruined Drew McIntyre. bad. Um, I'm not at that point with Bobby, but it could be soon. You never know. Yeah. Um, I'm... I, I'm not like that with AJ. I'm not like that with Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, I'm not with that with Riddle. I'm not with that with Keith Lee. Yeah. But ev- pretty much everyone else, yeah. It's just the the bads far outweigh the goods right now. Yeah. And it's it's not enjoyable to watch. Yep. But uh, New Day, I like New Day. I always like New Day. See, and I even found myself getting frustrated for uh, for when they did that charades thing with AJ Styles a week or two yeah. ago. So, like, they're even trying to ruin the New Day. They split them up, and now they're making them do shit like this. Uh, I think even though they're doing goofy stuff, it'll probably take a lot for me to, like, completely, like, I'm done with you, uh, New Day. But yeah, we'll see how far you can push me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the fact that they treated people like Keith Lee, like... Alistair Black, like Andrade. Like, these are going to be... These are your, like, next cream of the crop top talents. One of them's gone. Two of them are off TV. And, like, what the hell? What happened to Ricochet? What, like, what? Bitch. Yeah. Anyways. So, let's, uh, let's move over to AEW for a little bit. Let's calm down for a little bit. Let's, Let's take it down. easy before we uh, get back into all WWE programming. Yeah. Uh, so this was the final Wednesday Night War. Um, as expected, I expected NXT to win in the ratings on this one because it's their, you know, it's their big show yeah. against Dynamite. Which hey, you know, no more BS, sir. No more BS. That's right. <laughs> uh, NXT got seven hundred sixty-eight thousand. AEW six hundred eighty-eight thousand. So not too bad. Um, good wait, a good send off for NXT. I will say this because I don't watch NXT. I will say this at the beginning, and then when we go through each thing, I'll tell you what I disliked and liked. But I felt like because last week I was I was so impressed with the whole show of AEW, like yeah. every single thing. Yeah, this week was not like that. And that's you know you're and that's get what you're it. gonna get. I I feel like they do sort of like a three week rotation. Mm-hmm. You know because like. Last week, I don't think Adam Page wrestled on Dynamite, and this week he Not did. Sure. He won't be on. I don't think he's going to be on next week. But then he'll. They're they're he'll recycling be, people. Yeah, because they have they have such a large 
roster yeah, that, that it's a large turning wheel. Yeah. Like some of them are intertwined. Like right now, Kenny Omega is wrestling every week. Yes. And they're, impact, but they're in the big storyline. Yeah. Right now. Um, so it's the Good Brothers. Yeah. But, um, um, but yeah. And I felt like there's certain elements that they needed last week. But I felt like it would have competed a little more better if it was last week's show this week. Yeah. I mean, people could you know, disagree with me. That's fine. I don't care. But um, no, well, you do care. It matters. <laughs> but we can we can. He start thinks about with this it. at night, folks. Stay I stay up. up. I'm, I stay up. Uh, so we only let's, got let's... two and a half hours of sleep the other day. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yes. Damn it, AEW. Uh, the people. Uh, but yeah, let's let's go through it. Let's start it off. What we have? Uh, what was it? Uh, Adam Page versus Max Caster. Max Caster, dude. I don't know if you've seen the rankings. Mm. Uh, and I don't know if it's for the AEW title. Hangman or, is number one. Yeah, and then Max Caster's up there too. Really? Yes. Mm. Um, I don't know if he. I think he's three or four. I was like, wow. Huh. Um, but it's it was on my Facebook. I don't know if you could search it and see who's who. But um, to be honest with you, like, I'm starting to like more of his raps. <laughs> oh yeah, Max Caster, because it, certain things it gets under. The character, other character skins and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and that's what they should do, and that's what it should yeah. should do to the people. As of April seventh, so this was before Dynamite went on the air. Uh, Hangman Adam Page is ranked number one. Yeah, at five and zero, oh, now six and zero. Oh, we know that now. Uh, John Moxley was five and one. Now I believe five and two. Well, no, that was a singles record, so it would still be five and one. Max Caster seven and two now, so he might drop down. Yeah, Jungle Boy number four at four and zero. Oh. Cody Rhodes four and one at number five. Yeah, it's just really depends on who has the matches and, and stuff like that. But uh, I thought it was an all right match. Yeah. Um, I've noticed certain injured stars are hanging around, mm-hmm. like Max Caster's tag partner. Yes, because he got hurt. I thought. Yeah. He's right there. So is John Silver. Yeah. He's hanging around. Johnny Hungy. So, um, from what I remember, I thought it was a okay match. Yeah. Between uh, Hangman and um, Max Caster. I think there mm-hmm. was a one or two miscommunications yeah. in the match. There were but a few it wasn't horrible. Episode. It wasn't a horrible match. I mean, I watched it, but don't know what else. I forget. I don't know what else to take from it. Um, but yeah, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Adam Page ended up getting the win. I mean, I'll, his- I'll say this. There's been other matches that have been way more boring. Yeah. This wasn't one of them. So. Uh, best Friends came out and challenged Death Triangle. Well, yeah, Death Triangle was out there first. They had an interview. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say something. Like, I'm going to before I say Say this, something. Tell me. <laughs> say One it. thing I did not like, I felt like this episode they were cramming factions in. Yeah. To say something. Yeah. Not just out like in the ring, but promo wise. And I felt like AEW cut them off too quick. Mm. Like I was saying something for the whole, um, wasn't a faction thing, but like Christian talking yeah. and Taz coming along and saying this stuff. I felt that got cut off quickly. Well, I told him, you know, sleep on and think about it. Yeah. It's hard to, to like, not talk about it, but to explain, but like, I know he said think about it, but something happened and it felt like it got cut off quick. For me, I got to go back and watch it. But then uh, there was another, like, 
I don't know. I know they have tons of factions, mm-hmm. tons, and I don't know where they're heading with Lance Archer. And they showed um, Scorpio Sky yeah. and Ethan Page. Are they going to form a group again? I'm like, I don't know what to feel like. I'm excited for all these groups, but I'm like, what can you do with all these groups? Yeah, Groups on groups on groups. It's just like the same situation. I'm like, how many people are you going to bring into this company? Mm-hmm. And like, yes, you can do the New Japan thing. And I have not watched New Japan in a long time. And I've only watched New Japan here and there on certain things, so I don't know what their formula is with all the groups. What do they do with factions them? Factions on factions. But this is a fuck ton of groups. Yeah. And what are you going to do with them? Like Stop. I said, rotate. You got that rotating yeah, wheel. Like in, in my head, I'm like, get that other show out. Yeah. And start rotating people through need, different shows. We need details soon on that. Like, yes, because if you're if you're hiring all these people, you have all you you got dark, you got dark elevation. I get you, I get that. But we need another program to. If this person's on this show, they're going to be on that show. It could be opposite. This week mm-hmm. they're on this show, or they're taking a break, and other people are on these shows, and they well, that's, that's what I mean. Like uh, um, Adam Page was on, yeah. Dark or Elevation the other day. But have the story still going through. I'm not talking about Dark or Elevation. Like, whatever this new show is going to be. Oh, this storyline's continuing on this show. And, like, vice versa the next week and stuff like that. Oh, this. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, they said this about you. So, you want want interconnecting stories from the shows? Or do you want it to be sort of like Raw and SmackDown where they have their own separate stories? No, I don't want to be separate. Okay. I want... And maybe that's not the right thinking. um, But... There's so much going on right now. Which they could split it, and I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I'm ready for rosters. Yeah. I don't know if I'm at that point. I don't know how you feel about that. Maybe that could help. Maybe that could. I feel like it might take some of the burden off. You think if, so? If they have them split, because it's like, okay. Otherwise, you're gonna have Kenny Omega on Dynamite, Kenny Omega on this show, Young Bucks on this one, and so like the same spots are gonna be filled by the same people. So you're just getting, you're just getting the storyline told a little bit longer. But it's, you know, that's my that's my take. I think if you if you did sort of a roster, that would at least help, so you can elevate some new stars while yeah. telling these stories. Um, yeah, because I don't know what they're doing. Like they've been cutting off Sting. I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do with Sting. But you have this whole Lance Archer thing mm-hmm. and stuff, and Lance Archer's frustrated. But you know, well, Sting's, he's frustrated. Britt Baker's frustrated. You know, uh, a lot of Scorpio are, Sky. Yeah, but you know, in in real life, I don't know if they're frustrated because I know all ego Ethan Page on mm-hmm. his YouTube channel. He says he's pretty happy to be here. Yeah, behind the scenes. Okay. Now Scorpio Sky, I don't know, and that's a different story because for a while they have not pulled a trigger on, him. and I thought they're going to pull a trigger on him. Yeah, they turn him heel. Yeah. And, and then, then what? And but then he, that, lost. he even mentioned that in his promo with uh with um And maybe this is just a storyline to get him somewhere, but like this is more complex than I thought it would be, to be honest with you. Yeah. You got all these people and like and from all the interviews I heard, like Tony Khan is a, has a sharp, sharp, sharp mind. Yeah. And hopefully he could put the puzzle pieces to make all this stuff, this whole machine run. Well see what they're doing is they're not booking on the fly. They're long-term booking. Yes. They're like, okay, our paper, our next pay-per-view isn't until late May. Where do we want to be, and how do we get there? But the, the, the challenge with certain things is certain superstars, say superstars, certain wrestlers are older 
So they are. You got to pull the trigger on certain things. Yeah. Like get Sting. You got Christian. Uh, Jericho's already in the system, so it's all yeah. it's all good for Jericho. Lance Archer, he's in his forties. You know. Yes. He, he's so, going to be on a limited time frame. But you also have to think. Not everyone's going to be able to hold the title as much as we would like to see. It's just not going to happen. Because Miro keeps on saying he wants the title, wants the title, but I don't see him in the picture right now. Not now, but maybe a few years from now. He's he's still got some years on him. Yeah. So he's fortunate enough on that. I don't think they're going to give the title to Sting. No. Honestly, I don't. And this might come back into the, the conversation that we've had before where, you know, I didn't watch any of Christian's. TNA stuff to see how he is as a champion. Like all I've seen is his WWE work, and it's just like mm, I just don't, I just don't buy it's into different it. Different perspective because we're both opposite on yeah. that. Because yeah, yeah. So I don't see, I don't see him giving it to Sting. I don't see him giving it to Christian. You know, Christopher Daniels not going to be no one no, of the no, top no. tier guys. No, he Christopher Daniels and Kazarian are just helping the younger guys on yeah. dark and stuff. That's their position. And that's how I feel like Sting and Christian are going to be. Like they'll have I have a feeling that Christian may grab the title yeah. before he goes out on his own terms. Sting mm. is just there. Sting, I don't know what his goal is. I think he's going to try to go out he's on his own. He's there to bring fans in. He's there to bring fans he's in. He's a I legend think he's in helping the wrestling Darby industry. Allen, but I deep down cuz I know you didn't watch his TNA run and stuff and his TNA run was fucking phenomenal as a main eventer christian no christian but i think at one point they're gonna put the belt on him yeah that's just what i think um i forgot where was i going oh other people that could do the belt um adam page well absolutely well i was talking about like sort of the the older older talent yeah like i feel like at one point they should put the belt on archer yeah Maybe yeah, not for the main belt, but maybe the TNT belt. Yeah. He doesn't have to have it for long. No. But, but I, like, I, I could just, see him put it on him. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. Like, I still have super love, but like, I, <laughs> I'm i not in the inner working, so I don't know how shit's going to work out and stuff because we can pretty much predict WWE. Yeah. It's hard to predict. You, well, you can predict AEW, but like booking wise, because to me, I'm still still trying to get used to that long term. Mm-hmm. And how do you put the pieces here? I mean, we could say we could put us here, but they, you know, yeah, I don't know. I do not know, man. It's a lot of work. Yeah, I just felt like, and I, I know that's what you want, but that I felt like everyone was crammed in this episode. Yeah, that's just me. It was a lot. There were a lot of things. Um, but yeah, oh, sorry. Going back into, I think where we, unless you were gonna say something else. Mm-mm. Okay, so yeah, so Death Triangle was talking, and then Best Friends interrupted with uh, Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander. They got an alien with them. Yeah, which that works with their uh, jumbotron video. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> like, hey, we got an alien. It's good to put her with the group. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah. Uh, let's see. After that, we got the uh, man, the most fire promo from chris jericho i've ever heard in my life uh yes i think since the inner circle formed right because that was pretty fire too when yeah. you were in front of the live crowd and stuff mm-hmm. when people you know the you know the one where they were chanting we the people and then he came up it's like we the people is stupid idea from stupid creator bad creator or bad yeah you know what i mean yeah but that that was good and he was but this one is super fire dude and you and if you watch the guys in the back 
you could tell they were trying like, to oh, show super shit. like they at moments they were like oh this is awesome but they were trying to keep face like mm-hmm. this was not scripted this was i mean probably jericho did some bullet points and stuff but this was complete fucking fire yeah and like and it threw me off because they censored him and they had his voice that was kind of weird i wonder if like they had like a satellite interruption or something or what? I don't know. That was weird. But uh, ultimately, it was it was great shit, dude. It it, it really was. <laughs> yeah. B- between calling my jerk off friend, <laughs> I guess that was good. I was like, just call him a jack off, but <laughs> right. But jerk off was good. Uh, okay, so just thinking about something. Ooh, did you so say queso, queso. Uh, it must have been true. When Sammy went off that whole TNA thing that fell through, mm. because nothing makes it. I mean, it's in the past. It is what it is. But yeah. just me thinking about it, it, it didn't make sense for him to come back and stuff. And then when Jericho says, this was the plan the whole time. I'm like, something. They must have had a different plan and it fell through yeah. with Sammy. Yeah. I don't know. I just well, from my understanding, the, the, what TNA wanted to do wasn't like a great idea. And when uh, Sammy opposed it, he got stood up for, and they were like, "Yeah, no, he shouldn't. He shouldn't be doing this." Yeah. So it caused back. a little bit of like a ruffle of the feathers, but, but not. Much. But then it was like, okay, well, we'll just give this idea to someone else, and they ran with it, and that's what it was. But yeah, but um, Jericho talked the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was so far, and he went through the list of all the guys in the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. Um. Man, everything was so good. Like I, I don't know if I can repeat certain things. I'm trying to remember certain <laughs> stuff, and uh, his face was red by the end of it. So he yeah. was, he was definitely into it. That was the best part of the show. Oh, absolutely, that, that promo, absolutely, yeah. Um, Jericho is the goat, dude. Yeah, Jericho is awesome. And now he's going to be on Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast, which that's interesting. I don't know. Uh, was it Meltzer or um, Alvarez? Alvarez said, I, "I guess Stone Cold put that out there where it was like, well, I'll text Vince." What happened from the stories that I've heard is that after the Undertaker one released, mm-hmm. Jericho reached out to Stone Cold and was like, "Dude, that was an amazing interview. Like, do you think I could come on there?" And he was like, yeah, "Let me ask." Yeah, and so he so Stone Cold reached out to Vince. Hey, how would you feel if Chris Jericho came on and we did we did the Stone Cold sessions? And he replied, "Sounds good, make it happen." And in a couple days later, Stone Cold was like, "Are you sure you want Chris Jericho <laughs> to come on my show?" And they gave him the thumbs up, and there they have it. Well, so I think the full. Smoking Skull Sessions is going to come out this weekend. Yeah, after Mania. But they had a clip. I don't know if you watched it when I, I sent you. Yeah. Uh, they had rapid questions mm-hmm. for Jericho. And one of the questions was, what, what was your favorite tag or tag teams to be in? He goes, uh, Big Show and Sammy Guevara. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's also got to be a high honor. Oh, yeah. For, for Sammy. Sammy is like, that's awesome that Jericho thinks this much of me. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. The sex gods. The sex golds. Um, we mentioned uh, that Christian Cage was approached by Taz. Just sleep on it. You know, Taz is like, hey, man, how would you like to join us? 
I so I listened it. to a little bit of Jericho's podcast with C- Christian. Yeah. And I don't know when it was recorded because it was past the Frankie match mm. that he had. He was excited. But he says he had so much fun in that little interaction he had with Kenny Omega. He goes, I it was an honor. It was awesome just to be – I think he wants to face Kenny. Yeah. He wants to. He goes, it was so fun. And I'll never forget it. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. And, uh, you know – they were talking about uh, him, Christian, getting used to doing promos by himself. You know, had to come up on the, in the dome. He goes, "It's liberating. It's awesome." Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's so. nice whenever you kind of have the uh, the reins to oh, do yeah. what you want. Oh yeah, for sure. Sorry, I forgot where were we. Uh, Sting. Oh, I'm sorry. Jurassic Express went up against Bear Dude. Country. They and, and good for AEW and good for TNT, but it's it was a good promotion for the uh, Kong Godzilla versus Kong yeah type of match and it's like, <laughs> like I'm, all right it, I know it's ridiculous but that's that brings I mean it some makes sort sense of, you got a guy who dresses as a dinosaur going up against someone who's a bear yeah you know? but like, also yeah, it brings more eyes it. and stuff to him like oh there's a promotion there's some sort of thing with a wrestling company but mm-hmm. they said Godzilla versus Kong, you know that that is a promotion. Yeah, in which they've done stuff like that before with Rick and Morty and other stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. So that's that's actually a good thing. It was ridiculous. Uh, uh, oh, jeez. You know, well, watch out, guys! Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> uh, uh, you're right, Morty. Uh, but uh, it was a good promotion and good for those guys. Uh, the match though, <laughs> match was. Eh, eh, eh. Eh. A, a rare miss. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's good for promotion for Bear Country. They're yeah. coming up, and but I think even Jr. was like, you know, this match was bowling shoe ugly. But then he tried to save it, and like saying, oh, well, but I, but I loved it. You know, yeah. Like, eh, all right, it wasn't the best. Jr. <laughs> yeah, I get a little tired, of Jr. <laughs> yeah, Sting got interrupted again by Lance Archer Always. again, and this time Sting actually got to talk, and he's like, listen, man. I agree with you. You should be in the main event. So, do you have the same idea that I'm thinking about? Like, because they showed Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page up in the rafters. That they're going to be in a group? Yeah. No. So, why were they up there? Just because they're all frustrated? Yeah. Everyone's frustrated. Hmm. And that's why they're going to form a group. Man, I came up with that off the (laughs) dome. I'm a genius. (laughs) That's such good shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know which direction they're going to go with. Because at first, not this problem, but when Archer had an interaction with Sting a few weeks ago, mm. I was like, is this where they're going? Archer versus Sting? I was like, I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, I don't want him hurt. <laughs> Baby bird. Yeah. So, but then Sting saying that, but what is Sting doing for Archer? I, I don't fucking know. He's not going to do anything for him. He just said... You know, get a hold of it, Jake. Jake the Snake Roberts, you're his manager. Tell him what he needs to do. What are you doing, Stanger? <laughs> Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. Uh, Darby oh, Allen defended the TNT Championship against J.D. Drake. I think that, the problem. I think the problem with this episode of Dynamite is that there were a number of people that 
the casual wrestling fans don't know who they are. They're working. Like, who's in. JD Drake? Who's Bear Country? We haven't seen them enough to um, really know who they are. You know, I'm not asking yeah. you like to explain who they are, but like what I'm saying is like, wh- you, you, who, who's JD Drake? Where did this guy come from? Like, why does he all of a sudden get the, I know the chance of the title? Cesar's been here for a few weeks, yeah. but I think they just put Cesar, JD Drake, and um, Nemeth, Nemeth, yeah, Ryan Nemeth mm-hmm. together in a group like either two weeks ago, and that's fine. That's fine, yeah. But as far as for the casual viewer who does not watch Dark, who does not watch Elevation, who only watches Dynamite, who are these people? Yeah, and that's that's also what they got to understand. But I guess they're also trying to promote too. Like you need to watch Dark. Yeah, and that's that's not the case. I and have watched Dark yeah. in the past, and I get it. But yeah, I mean you can promote all you want, but for the people fans are who not, don't, there's going to be people who are just not going to. Yeah, they're just not going to. Uh, but I will say though. Uh, JD Drake hit da- Darby Allen hard with a yeah. lot of oh, moves. Yeah. I'm sure, and that was a good. I'm sure sh- Allen was like, "Lay in, man." Yeah, and this was a good shining for JD Drake in my eyes. Yeah, I don't know how you felt about it. I know you didn't, like we technically we don't know who he is. I yeah. mean, I've seen him before, but I really don't know who he is. But this was a good shining for him. Yeah. I don't know if you feel this way, but I'm going to be honest. Like, I love Darby Allen, mm-hmm. but I don't think his run has been that great with this title. It hasn't. And that's also part of his character where he was like, I should be a fighting champion. Why have I only defended this a number of times? Like, I want to fight. Apparently, he. we don't know his opponent, but he's going to defend it at this house show this weekend. Hmm. The house always wins. Yes. I don't know about you, but I usually fill with my hands. What? You asked how I feel. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Normally, it's with my hands. Ah, yes. I feel Sometimes with my feet. With my feet. Yeah, some arms. You know, the skin, generally. I feel with my nose. Yeah, I feel. The nose, nose. I feel. I feel. Uh, after that, we found out that the pinnacle attacked Chris Jericho and locked the inner circle in their locker room. I watched it. I was like... And when they were breaking out, I was like, that that's door. a fake-ass door. Yeah. <laughs> Real fake doors. Yeah. Look at this uh, one. Mm, won't open. Mm, won't open. Mm, so also, mm, before that, how do you feel that inner circle's face? It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. In this situation, it works. Yeah. And I get it, because they but, were never a but face. But I even messaged you. I was like, they're coming out of the face tunnel. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> it was just strange. Um, Mike Tyson, of all people, made the save. Yeah. I mean, they had been promoting him throughout the show and all that. And Mike Tyson, you know, what's it's like on? he was beating up Sean Spears, and, he, and then Mike Tyson almost fell out of the fucking ring. Yeah, that was a little <laughs> strange. But uh, but now it looks like they're boys now. Mike Tyson in the inner circle. Yeah, they're okay good. now. Good, 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 good. Oh, but sorry, we did not talk about this at the end of the uh, promo. But we're gonna get blood and guts. Yes, awesome. It's gonna be a bloody affair. Uh, so we I, well we don't know how it's gonna work anyway because they got canceled last time, mm-hmm. so we'll see how it works. Is this something that the Grand Weapons is gonna be in the arena or they're gonna go into the football arena, or what? Who knows? We'll find out. Everyone will bleed. Nobody makes me bleed my own. We're gonna have some Nobody. fake guts everywhere. Yes. Uh, after that, we got to see Ty Conti going up against the Bunny. Ty Conti ends up getting the win. Negative one, escorting her to the ring. Uh, I watched uh, Being the Elite. 
and one of the skits that Dark Order was doing, I forgot what they were doing. One of the guys, his penis got cut off, and they were five or whatever, and a super small. They want to put it back. I don't know. Stupid. But my point where I was getting at is they turn the camera, and Ty Conti is sitting where Anna Jay is, mm. like where she usually is. So it's like, oh, when did you get here? It's like, oh, well, you're part of the group too now. So <laughs> you know it sucks, though, and I know they probably won't make her feel like that, but Anna Jay's watching this, and she's like, that's my fucking spot. You know what I mean? I wonder if she's thinking that. Or if, I don't if, think if so. they have that all that mentality, they're all happy for each other. She's happy. I'm definitely thinking that one. Okay. I think she's probably bummed that, you know, she isn't there. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, well, good for them. Hmm. Um, so Ty Conti gets the win. Kenny Omega and Good Brothers going up against John Moxley and the Young Bucks. Um, it was, it was a hard hitting match as always with you know Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Yeah, uh, my wife can never watch any match with them. She says because all the moves that they do and stuff freak her out. <laughs> um, but I thought it was a decent match. Even the the storytelling about you know the Young Bucks, they can't beat Omega up. You know, mm-hmm. um, they're they trying. Just can't do, just can't it, do man. it. But um, they turned on Moxley and Eddie Kingston tried to come out. But they beat them up, beat him up. And but their their turn was kind of weird, though. Yeah. Like, I don't understand this whole and their storytelling is probably different than what I think. But like, what was the point of having them in, in a group and then kind of turning on them? Mm hmm. And then it's kind a little, of shunning them. It's a little wishy-washy. You it, go back and forth a, a little too much, too fast. Yeah. And people were just like, what was the point of that? Yeah, what was the point? I mean, it wasn't like horrible, but I was like, eh. And then I hate being the one shitting on it because I don't, I don't want to. Shit. But like, even at the ending, the ending seemed a little weird. They were like, <sighs> and like, they it wasn't. Hesitant. They, were, they were still hesitant. And then. And it was like a flip of a switch. It wasn't like, you know, like, you know, they're set into a, like a weird ass grin. Like, ha yeah. ah, All it, right, guys. It, it, it didn't do that. It, I mean, it kind of did a little bit, but it still was awkward for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you felt a little weird by their turn. And then I saw a picture on AEW's Instagram that I guess something that must have happened off air. Like, the Young Bucks were kissing... Kenny's cheeks, face cheeks, not ass cheeks. Uh, <laughs> Should have done ass cheeks. <laughs> ass cheeks. So, ass, 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 ass. and then I don't know if it's part of the storyline on Twitter. The young bucks were saying like the the fans need to stop shitting on certain things if they if they're you know being toxic they'll get off Twitter. Obahu. So I don't know if that's part of storyline or if that is real. I don't know. Probably a mixture of the two. Uh, that situation. So blended realities. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't. I just don't know where they're going with all this stuff. Yeah. We'll see. Um, another thing you forgot to mention was there was a short promo. Uh, I don't know the name of their group, but uh, um, oh, and not the Nightmare Family anymore. Yeah, but what what's his name? QT Marshall yes. and his group. 
He's so cutie. Uh, cutie. Now he's his, evil. And his uh, group and talking about Cody for a little bit. So they got their stuff in. Each group got their stuff in. Because I think at one point Matt Hardy and his group talked too. Yeah. Everyone's getting their groups in. So I don't know. Um, It wasn't a bad uh, I keep wanting to say dynamite. Uh, damn it! I was expecting to say bad bunny. Bad bunny. It wasn't a bad uh, dynamite, but they, you know I had little problems here and there. So yeah. So Kenny Omega, good brothers, end up defeating John Moxley and Young Bucks because Young Bucks refused to hit Kenny Omega, and John Moxley got pissed off, and Young Bucks super. So where him the to fuck death. are they gonna go with that? It's like now you have this super group versus another faction, Moxley and Kingston. Yeah. Okay, so who's another group in AEW that, unless they're going to have some uh, people from Impact that um, the Omega and um, Good, Bro- Good Brothers wrong. Like, you could have Moxley and... Is Kingston really hurt? I don't think so. But or storyline. for storyline. Okay, so you could have... Okay, so... Okay, you have Omega... Good Brothers and Young Bucks. That's five. Mm-hmm. So you have Moxley and Kingston. So you need three people. You have Rich Swan. Yeah. Uh, you could probably have uh, they're adding Willie Mack and stuff. So Willie Moose. Mack. No, Moose is not like honesty. Moose is still a, like a villain, um, a heel. So I don't know who else you can add. You turn him. Yeah, you could. Um, cause I don't know. Maybe Eddie Edwards. Adam Page. Uh, but he hasn't been injected into storyline right yeah. now. So he's with the Dark Order and do, or hanging out with them. When is uh Omega's match with Swan for the title for title match? Do you um, know? Is it like coming up or? I think it is. It's either at the end of this month or at the beginning of next month. Okay. I don't need a specific. I just yeah, wanted so to make sure I hadn't missed frame. it or something. And like, cause no one's talked about it. Yeah. So that's that's the time frame. But yeah, like anthroflamorcan, whatever it is, porta potty. Yeah. It is Don Callis. Don Callis, the uh, human garbage. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so AEW it was all right this week, uh, but I think the main focus was on NXT Takeover, Stand and Deliver Night yeah. One. Uh, we're just gonna go over the results because Tyler didn't get to watch it. I watched it a little bit. Um. Oh, in fact, I forgot to type in one of the one of the things. What things? One of the uh, results. These nuts. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, Pete Dunn versus Kushida. Um, How was that? From what from the parts that I saw, it was pretty good. There wasn't a bad match on this card. Are they doing Kushida good? No. NXT? I don't think so, but I haven't watched NXT enough to really give a, a full answer. All I know is like every time I watch and he's on it, he ends up losing. So maybe I'm just bad luck for the guy. But anyways, uh, so Pete Dunne ended up defeating Kushida. Yeah. Um, they had the Gauntlet Eliminator match with... Cameron Grimes, L.A. Knight, Leon Rush, uh, Ruff, Ruff, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Dexter Loomis, and Bronson Reed. 
Who won? Where the winner would face Johnny Gargano tonight, night two. Bronson Reed was the winner of that one. I bet LA Knight's going to screw Bronson Reed. He's a big, strong boy. Because that whole thing they just had between Bronson Reed and LA Knight. Mm, probably. Uh, after that, we got to see Tommaso Ciampa against Walter. Oh, was this brutal? <clears throat> I'm like afraid that Walter's going to hurt Ciampa. <laughs> it was pretty brutal. I'll, I'll, I'll probably go back and watch that. It would be worth watching. Like, Ciampa, take some time off. <laughs> Walter just beat the fuck out of you. But he Did Ciampa beat the fuck out of Walter, too? They beat the shit out of each Good. other, yeah. Does this rival Dragunov? And- I think they were. I think Tommaso wanted to go there, but in my mind, the, the no. Dragunov match is still... But still more brutal than the guys on the main roster trying to do brutal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but Walter ended up getting the victory because this was for the United Kingdom Championship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Who's going to fucking def- dethrone him? There is no telling. He's probably just going to be like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm of tired. Of Here's his title. Yeah, y'all take it. I'm done. Um, supposedly, the UK title was stolen and then returned over the past couple of days at some point. Uh, How? <laughs> I don't know. Pick up the wrong bag at the airport or something. Some Who knows? guy's like, uh, I'm going to drop it off. Duh, don't watch me. Yeah. Um, we had the vac- vacant NXT Tag Team Championship uh, to be decided between uh, Legado del Fantasma. Wait, 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 wait. Which which titles? NXT Tag Team. Why was it vac? Why was it uh, vacated? Vacated. I don't know because I haven't been watching. Oh, because Oni Lorcan and what's oh, it called yeah, got right. hurt. Yeah, that's right. They did. They got it. Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan. Yep. Yeah. One um, of them got hurt, I think. So, Legado del Fantasma, Grizzled Young Veterans, and MSK were fighting for that one. One of the things that I liked about this match is they all had matching, to some degree, gear. They all matched their gear, or like each like person each, in the team each matched? Each team had a color Scheme. to represent. Like, one was purple, one was green, one was red. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like both guys came out one and they were both wearing purple. The next two te- the next team came out, they were both wearing green. So it's like it's an easy way to like distinguish it for someone like me yeah. who hasn't been watching the storylines and it's like, okay, I need to keep track. Okay, so this guy, you know, so these two are on the same thing. It was an easy way to do it. It's simplistic and it worked. Uh, MSK ended up getting the victory to become the new NXT tag team champions. Uh, main event, Raquel Gonzalez defeats Io Shirai to become the new NXT Women's Champion. Good, good, solid match. Io Shirai did an insane dive off the skull because they had like a giant skull at the entrance. Yeah. Whatever. Io Shirai jumped off of that, and they had the steel grates on the bottom, you know? Mm-hmm. And all you hear is her legs just thud into him and it was so <sighs> sickening to hear but she ended up being okay i guess or she just powered through it but uh raquel gonzalez getting the win becoming the new women's champion so tonight is night two for nxt takeover stand and deliver we're gonna see johnny gargano versus bronson reed for the north american championship uh, the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship will be on the line. Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon versus Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. <clears throat> We're going to see Santos Escobar versus Jordan Devlin in a ladder match for the uh, Cruiserweight Championship. Because if you recall, Jordan Devlin 
never vacated yeah, the title due to the pandemic. So he came back and was like, I never lost this title. I'm still the cruiserweight champ. Like, I don't know why I've been saying Santos Escobar is. So they're going to have a ladder match. Are they the same looking title or two different looking titles? I couldn't tell you because I haven't been watching NXT. Uh, NXT championship on the line. Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross. God, I wonder how that's going to turn out. Like, I would think Karrion would win, but to dethrone Finn, but... I don't know. It'll be interesting. And then the uh, the main event unsanctioned match, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole Bebe. That should tear down the house. Heck yeah. We're going to we're gonna have to go they turn may the hurt each other. in a little bit. They'll probably hurt each other. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we'll probably have to turn that on as soon as we wrap up the podcast because I think, honestly, I think the show's already started. So let's get into our WrestleMania predictions. Whoop the freaking do, because we've got to hear those picks. Oh, we're doing this? We've got to hear those picks. We've We've got got to to hear hear those those picks. picks. WrestleMania predictions. Two nights of terribly booked programming (laughs) for your entertainment. The greatest spectacle of them all. Because we're back in business. Hey, we got fans now. Hey, yo, hey. Night- April. <laughs> yo, hey, yo. Uh, night one. Let's go into it. Tag team turmoil. Player. The winners of this match will go on to face Nia, Jax, and Shayna Baszler in night two. So the tag teams are Naomi and Lana, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, Riot Squad, Natalia and Tamina, and not officially announced, but spoiled through social media idiots who posted the poster and then immediately had to take it down, but it had already been screenshotted. Uh, Carmella and Billy Kay. So I'll go over those teams again. Naomi Lana, Mandy Rose Dana Brooke, Riot Squad, Natalia Tamina, Carmella Billy Kay. Winner of that match faces Nia and Shayna. Who are you going with? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I know it sounds bad, but I have to pick someone. You do. Oh, okay. It is our predictions. Um. Look, see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Riot this Squad. Is, this is how bad they have booked WrestleMania. We don't care about the matches. It's WrestleMania, and we <laughs> it don't It shouldn't be care. that way. It should not be that way. It should not. WrestleMania is the highest... This is supposed to be WWE. the biggest night in wrestling. The biggest two nights in wrestling. Well, not but we don't year. care. Yeah. Uh, Riot Squad. Alright, I'm going Carmella and Billy Kay. Just because it's going to be a last second edition. Uh, let's see. New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. For I'm, the, I'm interested. For the I'm, Raw Tag Team titles. I'm hoping the best. And I'm hoping this will kind of break uh, Omos out of his shell. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going AJ Omos. I'm going to go with that as well. Because... At this point, New Day is just transitional champs. They're yeah. just racking yeah, up yeah, the yeah. numbers. Yeah. And, you know, so that whenever they retire, they'll go in the Hall of Fame. And like, We're the 15 time tag champs. For sure. Whatever it is. Uh, AJ Styles and Omos gets the win. I'm not going to be impressed unless Omos does like a flip of some kind, cartwheel, round off, something. Something to b- make me go, wow. 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 Let's see. Braun Strowman. God. <laughs> Yeah, do it. Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon steel cage match. Uh, Shane McMahon. I'll tell you what. 
Their their whole shtick about this feud is like calling Braun Strowman dumb. This whole storyline is dumb. Yeah. And I'll be so glad when it's over with. Well, it's still gonna happen after Mania. When was the last time that Shane McMahon lost a WrestleMania match? Undertaker? Yes. At WrestleMania was thirty two? I don't know. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna go with Braun. I'm going with Shane. I'm going to go with Braun. I have a feeling that Elias and Jackson Riker are going to be involved. Steel cage match. It's so stupid. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Cesaro needs the win. Cesaro does need the win, but will he get the win? No. No? You going with Seth? No, I'm going with Cesaro. Okay. (laughs) Change my mind. I'm going to go with Cesaro as well. Uh... Sasha, Sasha, Sasuke. It's man, I'm tired of talking. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair, SmackDown Women's Title on the line. The Boss versus the EST of WWE. Uh, I guess. Um, <laughs> what's her face? What did you say? What's her face? <laughs> Bianca Belair. So you're picking what's her face? <laughs> Bianca Belair. I'm going to go with Bianca as well. I feel like they're going to change a lot of title titles over the next couple of days. Yeah. So this will hopefully be a chance for them to like hit the reset button and say, all right, where can we improve? <laughs> and we'll just sit there for hours going everywhere. Uh, final listed as of now, final listed match for night one, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley. You going with Lashley? Yeah. So here's the thing. I don't know. I I wanted for a very long time for Drew McIntyre to get the title because it's like they 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 did him dirty. Oh yeah, no, he for sure, doing, for sure. He was doing so well as WWE champion, and then they just started doing him dirty. And now, like, Bobby Lashley's on such a tear. Yeah. You don't want to go back right now. But then you also have Baron Corbin, this whole garbage with Baron Corbin, and this whole garbage with Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, that it's like they're going to form some kind of coup to, like, screw over Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. I don't think all of them are going to do that. I just... Are you saying they're going to break up the Hurt Business just to reform it with Baron yeah. Corbin and Shelton and Cedric? Not Baron, but he'll be a contributing factor. He's going to be like... Shelton and Cedric, I feel, are going to be the distraction. Corbin's going to be the one to attack Drew McIntyre to cost him the, 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 the championship. I don't know, man. As convoluted as it is, that's how I feel they're going to do it. Bobby Lashley is going to win and retain. Oh, fuck. And then Brock Lesnar's going to show up and... We're going to finally get Bobby Lashley versus. Are you just saying that because you want it? Or you really think. No, I think that's what. I don't think it's going to happen at WrestleMania, but I think maybe SummerSlam. I will be excited if they do Brock versus Bobby. Yeah. All right. Night two of WrestleMania because we still got to hear those picks. Yeah. Uh, Tag team turmoil winner versus Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler for the women's tag titles. No, let's do Shannon Baszler and Nia Jax. Yeah. But then it's like, 
Okay, so all of these tag teams are garbage. <laughs> yes. Who on earth do you even bring in to to go up against Shayna and Nia? <laughs> it's like I know, like it's so unprofessional. It's like I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. There's so many variables on this yeah. one too. It's like, give me something to watch that I would enjoy. <laughs> Please. We've got a few on here. Uh, I'm gonna go with Nia Jackson, Shayna as well. Yes. I don't think it's going to matter. Whatever. Who, who cares? <laughs> we're so horrible. <laughs> no, it's not we're horrible. It's, God, the storylines and the writing have been trashed for the last year, at least. And yeah. we're just fed up. U.S. title, Riddle versus Sheamus. Uh, I want him to keep it on Riddle, but I think Sheamus is going to take it off Riddle. I think Sheamus has earned it. Yeah. The way that he has been, like, butchering his body the past few weeks and months. I don't know if you watched that, uh, what was it, 24 doc that they did with Sheamus Mm -mm. for Fastlane. But, like, after the match that he had with Drew McIntyre, he walks up, like, uh, I'm sorry, Cesaro walks up to Sheamus and was like, dude, that match was fucking insane and like Seamus breaks down in the arms of Cesaro really he was like I miss you so much dude like miss being on the road with you miss tag tagging with you like like tears and they were like that should have been the the main event of Wrestlemania and Seamus like lifts his head and he's like that should have been the main event of Wrestlemania because that was a damn good match and um so I think I think Sheamus is going to get it. I think he has earned it. I think he deserves it. And the way that they've been treating Riddle is garbage as well. So just give it to Sheamus. Let him run for a while. Let him yeah, be champ. It's sad what they did with Riddle. It's sad what they did with a lot of folks. Yeah. So who are you going with? Sheamus. Sheamus. All right. Did I convince you in any way? Or yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, as much as my heart really wants Riddle to keep it, but they're not doing anything to help Riddle. They're not. Well, they've got those CGI birds now. For what? For his entrance. Whenever he kicks off the sandals and the pyro goes off, now he's got, like, CGI birds that fly (laughs) in the ring. Yeah. It's amazing. This AR shit. (laughs) I'm not looking forward to WrestleMania at all. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul. No. Yep. Like, it's happening. Like the match itself should speak for itself with yeah. Kevin Owens and Sami yep. Zayn. Why do you Logan Paul? He's so fucking stupid. And Logan Paul's probably going to cost Sami Zayn the match. We're going to have Logan Paul versus Sami Zayn. No, we don't need that. I know we don't need it. No, we're not getting that. You don't know? We don't know. I'll ensure that it doesn't. Okay. What you got planned? I have <laughs> I don't want someone to hear what my plan is. They'll just share, they'll find out one day. Uh, okay, let's see. I'm gonna say Kevin Owens wins. You're the same. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Big E versus Apollo Cruz for the Intercontinental Title in a Nigerian drum fight. Why? Why not? It's WrestleMania, the biggest show of the year. We're back in business. Let's play the weekend song one more time. Yes. I'm going to go with Apollo Crews to win. 
Sure. Okay. Gonna, I'll go with that. You going with that? Okay. Hey, here's something that's been taking up our TV time for a long for a long while. The Fiend versus Randy Orton. The Fiend controlled by Alexa Bliss. She has a controller. She's going to have a mask, I'm betting. She's going to have like a Bray Wyatt mask. I'm going she's, with The she's, Fiend. She's going to vape. <laughs> that's my terrible Alexa Bliss laugh. Yeah, I like that one better uh, for Bray Wyatt. <laughs> they should do it. They should do it. Vaping is cool, kids. <laughs> Vaping is not cool and or endorsed by the WNF podcast. <clears throat> I pick Fiend. You picked Fiend? Yes. Oscar versus Rhea Fiend. Ripley, Raw Women's Championship. Um yes. <laughs> yeah? Is it bad that I'm like, yeah, whatever. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean I'm the same. Um Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Asuka can drop the title to her. She can. And they did Rhea dirty last year by having her lose to Charlotte. Oh, yeah. And this would be full circle. Rhea wins the title. Charlotte comes back, tries to win the title. Rhea defends. I feel like that would be the story to tell. I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley. 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 Thank you. Rip that shit. Final match, thank God. <coughs> the one that we actually do care about. Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan for the Universal Championship. I feel like Edge is gonna win. I know we talked about it last week. Yeah. But I'm going with Edge. On this day. I see clearly. Yep. You think you know me? Mm-hmm. I know they could still have like Roman win. He could beat Daniel Bryan, and um, they can still continue with like Roman Reigns and Edge because Edge didn't get pinned, and they can go forward with that. But I'm going with Edge. I'm trying to think of what they're going to do to book this because it's WWE. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a traditional triple threat match. There will be chairs. There will be tables. There will be stuff. There will be stuff. We're probably going to see Jey Uso. Yes. Is Jimmy back? See, that's the thing. I don't know. I'm not sure. That could be a surprise return. That should be. To have, like, Roman Reigns retain. Because not a lot of people... Not a lot of people were picking Roman Reigns to retain. Yeah. They're, they're saying Edge or Daniel Bryan. Not I'm, a lot of people were picking Roman. I'm not Roman. thinking Daniel Bryan anymore. Yeah. Just don't have that feeling. Well, I think people are saying that because it's, like, a repeat of what happened seven years ago. At WrestleMania 30. Wait, wait. What you? What year did you say? <laughs> seven years ago. Seven years ago? Seven years ago. Seven years ago? Eight years. Whatever. How count. long has he been in the WWE? Who? Daniel Bryan? Yeah. Since 2009, 2010? God damn. Because that was whenever we started the podcast and we were talking about Nexus. Time flies. It does. So you have to think NXT, the first season of that, happened probably early 2010, 2009. We are wild and young. Got my house right now. Uh, that's going to be a running gag now. Like every week, I'm, you're going to do something. I'm going to tell you to get out of my house. <laughs> Kelly Kelly. <laughs> get the fuck out now. Great Kelly. I'm going to toss you through the window. <laughs> that one. And it's just a straight fall after Whoa. that. <laughs> 
now, see, now I'm like booking it myself, and this is where I always make the mistake because I'm like, here's how I'd book it, yeah. and then, you know, and it's a great way of of thinking it, but then when the the match actually happens, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, God, this is garbage, garbage. Fuck it, Edge. Edge. Those are some great picks. Those are some great picks. Those are some I'm great dicks. dicks. This whole this whole show is gonna be dicks. <laughs> uh, hot topics: Dark Side of the Ring gonna be returning May sixth, so be on the lookout for that. Should be quite yes. an interesting because we saw in the previews, we saw Moxley, we saw Jericho, we did David Arquette. We saw people; they were there. Eric Bischoff. Uh, WWE 2K Games have made an announcement. Tune in to WrestleMania for a special announcement. There we'll you see what happens. <laughs> yeah. And uh, bad news for us and for the folks in Milwaukee, if you were planning to go to AEW Dynamite like we were, um, mm. it has been postponed. The AEW show at University of Houston's Fertitta Center in Houston on June 30th has been rescheduled for Wednesday, August 18th. <laughs> yeah, me and my wife have to have a conversation. Yeah, you sure do. Because um, I was at work when, when she was at work when I called her. Because August 18th is my daughter's birthday. Hey, it's and her she's birthday. like, uh, are you really going to go to a wrestling birthday. show on your daughter's birthday? So we're going to have to go talk it's gonna it out. It's going to be one of those great discussions yeah, to have. We are. Oh, what are you going to do, man? What know. are you going to do? Probably going to have to cave in some. We'll see. You're but we'll make, talk it out. you going to make me pay you back for that ticket? No. Sell it to somebody. I don't know, man. Fourth row, man. Fourth row. I want to go. But we'll have to see how the boss lady responds. Saying, uh, they released a statement saying, fans who have already purchased tickets to the Houston show will have their original tickets valid for admission to the event on August 18th, 2021, or can receive a refund via the point of purchase. And for Milwaukee, uh, the AEW Dynamite show at UW Milwaukee Panther Arena in Milwaukee, Wisconsin on July 14th, has been rescheduled for Wednesday, August 25th. Tickets for the original date will be honored on the new date. Fans who cannot attend on the rescheduled date or who wish to seek a refund should return tickets to the place of purchase. Ticket holders have 30 days to request a refund from the original point of purchase. After 30 days, all sales are final. If you purchase tickets in person in person, person. with cash, cash, God, I can't talk, at our box office and are seeking a refund, please email boxoffice at wcd.org or call 414-908-6035. As illustrated in our mission statement, the safety and well-being of our fans and talent is always our top priority. AEW sends heartfelt thanks to the world, around the world, to healthcare and other frontline workers who are answering the call to protect and serve their communities. That was a mouthful, brother. I know. I didn't even read it before I started saying it. So there you go. Uh, so, is there any other hot topics? That's all I got. Something I, I said to you before the show. I want to talk about. Get your opinion and stuff like that. Uh, all right. Okay. So, Pokemon Shield. You got Pokemon you got, Shield. You got that one right. Yeah, I got that one. Um, you got me the Mew. No, that's next. This this weekend. Yeah. Well, what's this week? What's going the one, on? One. It was some other thing called Marshadow. I didn't get get it in time. I mean, oh, I mean, I couldn't before we started the podcast. I mean, it's still there. So oh, you gotta okay. Try. You gotta try. So you can you can sit down and not go anywhere for a while. No, I got I gotta leave after this. Uh, you just tell your wife the show uh, ran late. It's fine. So I know what I talked about <laughs> earlier. 
uh, Christian Big Show or doing the rounds, different people's podcasts yeah. and, and YouTube shows, whatever. Sure were. I I like Miro. At times, I he rambles a lot, um, but I don't listen to him that much. Sometimes I feel like I can't listen to him. But I was listening to his last one with uh, uh, Paul White, and I was skipping through it. I was listening to certain things, and, they, and I landed on a subject, them talking about, okay, Paul, what he wants to give to, you know, like what he can help, or how he can help out in AEW, different things like that. Mm-hmm. And they got on the subject of um, storytelling, what he, what he could bring to the table, and Miro was like, yeah, you know, I can do this. And I know, like, the younger guys and stuff, they like to pop the crowd. That You know, I you know, I don't really like when people just do moves, 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 and moves, try to get all their stuff in. Yeah. And I try to teach them, you don't need to do that and stuff. You know, it's good. you need to do storytelling and all that stuff. And Big Show agreed. In which, I get it. But Big Show and Miro were never in the independent scene. So, and I get it. Storyline is very important, but mm-hmm. AEW has different styles altogether. They're not WWE. They don't make you work one style. And that's something that I feel like Miro and Paul White and FTR do not understand. Yeah. Well, yes and no with FTR because FTR got out their comfort zone and did some other stuff they don't usually do. Miro hasn't done that. Miro has kept to yeah, himself. Miro has done what he did in WWE. Maybe a more a little, little more yeah. violent, but it's still basically the same. So I disagree with him saying that you don't need to. And, and I get it. You don't need to try to pop the crowd like always, but... Or, and he even said that even the boys backstage are popping, doing moves just to pop the other, you know. There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe not do it all the time, but you, you just can't shut that off because you're not used to it. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, I get it. Let's do storyline stuff. <clears throat> I'm not going to always do this to pop you. I want, you know, a storyline too. But you know what? I'm going to show you some instances or tell you about like, okay, when Cody left, Cody stayed parts of himself stay true to himself but he tried other things because yeah. he knew it would get over even doing moves to pop the crowd and stuff even like doing like stuff with the young bucks and stuff like that when he's part of bullet club doing certain things because Cody knew it was working and he knew it you know and Jericho did some certain things too Jericho's not going to always do certain things to pop the, the crowd but he, he is too but he also going to tell a story yeah so but Jericho also understands part of the independent scene and doing certain things. Well, he's wrestled all over the world yes. and wrestled different styles. And he's adapted too. Miro hasn't. And I think yeah. it's wrong for him to shut something down. Like, hey, man, he, sh- he, should-, he should say to the guys, I understand this. You should do, yeah, you could do that too. But also think this way too. Kind of combine them. No, don't shut them down completely. Yeah. I- that's why I feel like. I don't know how you feel, but that's how I feel too. Uh, I mean, there's, there's obviously ways to go about voicing your concerns and stuff uh you know it it is a little narrow-minded being that he hasn't gotten out and wrestled in i'm sorry miro hasn't gotten out and you know wrestled the indie circuits and and done all of that you know 
like Jared, like I said about Jericho, he's wrestled in Japan, he's wrestled in the UK, he wrestled for ECW, WCW, WWE, you know, like dang near every single company that's out there, with the exception of maybe like Impact. Yeah, he didn't do Impact. Yeah. Um, so he knows different crowds like different styles, you know. So you just you have to be able to adapt. And like I know. Cody's done some crazy moves in AEW, but not as much as he did like at times in Independence. And he does more storytelling mm-hmm. now, and that's his thing that he's doing. But Cody didn't cut it off. Cody wasn't narrow-minded. Cody wanted yeah. to do certain things and stuff. And I, I believe Cody reached his goals and stuff. And mm-hmm. he, you know, like Cody and Jericho were, were thinking outside the box. Yeah. I just, I don't know. And you know. JR, I'm going to loop JR, Paul White, Miro, and FTR into the same thing because they were like, well, you shouldn't do it this way. You shouldn't do it this way. And like, and I get it. Just like we had a few weeks ago about JR saying, you know, I'm tired of topes mm-hmm. and I'm tired of super kicks. Yeah. And I get their points because. It, we're in the we're in the day where people are running through finishers quick, yeah, and they don't put away people. That's just what it is today. Mm-hmm. And it's like nowadays, you have a quote finisher, but it doesn't finish. You yeah. have to hit it like three times. Certain people know, like when yeah. Ju- when Jericho made sure the Jewish effect. If he hits it, that's you're it. out, and that's 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 a cool thing in these in this yeah. day. And I get that, but it's just what what it is and it is it don't necessarily bother me i just i just want people to have open mind like for ftr i want aw to be open-minded like they like the old school stuff so if they let's mm-hmm. do an old school like you said oh we're gonna do the style of with ftr with these yeah. people you know what i mean but i feel like yes and no ftr adapted a little bit but at the same time and i don't know if it was a work or if it was real because they complained about the tag division mm-hmm. at the same time. But it was through like Twitter and stuff. It wasn't like through promo so that I don't know if that was a work or not. Now they're kind of hush-hush. You don't hear nothing about it anymore. Yeah. So I don't know what it is. I just, I just want to know what you thought. And we did talk about it. So that's it. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. I like it. Uh, well, thank you everyone so much for listening to our uh our our show. Yeah. Where are we at right now? Like how? Uh hour and a half. Hour and a half. Not bad. So not bad, uh not bad. Huh? Not bad, no bad. Yeah. So uh you know, hopefully WrestleMania is better than what we're expecting. I mean the the expectations are kinda low right now, honestly. Yeah. Hopefully things go well. But we'll have to see. So if you have any questions for us, make sure to leave it on our uh, Facebook page, Dominus Podcast. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Just like search seven. Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Dominus Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, DRH Pro. You can follow Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear on Instagram, Abear underscore Mode. You can follow me, DRH underscore Pro on TikTok and Twitch. DRH Pro. 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 So for the podcast crew, I am Dino Heron. I'm Tyler Bear. And we will catch you all next week. Enjoy WrestleMania.